Hello and welcome to the 94th episode of Crosby's Nine, where we look at English from all angles. Please repeat, 1,261,829. I want to take a look at some numbers here at the beginning of this podcast because numbers are a key component of language. And I know that a lot of you need a little bit of help on your numbers. So please don't say millions, just say million, one million. 261,829, please say the word and after the word hundred. 1,261,829. Repeat, please, 1961. 1961. I also want to talk about the concept of a new wave. Was there a new wave in 1961? A new wave is a movement. It's a new type of movement. Some of you may be familiar with new wave music. But if we go back to 1961, my question for you is, was there a new wave taking place in 1961? Well, the answer to that question is yes. But it was the end of a new wave. It was the end of the French art new wave, particularly in the French film world. There was a new wave that took place in the world of French cinema, which goes back to the end of the 1950s. And the reason why I chose 1961 is because Francois Truffaut in 1961 talked about the new wave that was taking place in the French film world. But he said it's not really a new wave. It's not really a movement. It's not really a school. It's not really a group. It's simply quality. This is what he said in 1961. Now, remember, if I say 1,961, you know there is a comma after the one. 1,000, comma, 961. If I say 1.961, you know that there is a decimal after the number one. 1.961. Please don't confuse the comma and the decimal. So, again, was there a new wave in 1961? Yes, there was, but it was the end of the French new wave that was taking place at the end of the 1950s. Now, remember, we have the concept of early, mid, and late. If something takes place at the end of the 1950s, it takes place in the late 50s, right? We use the word late. If something begins at the beginning of the 1950s, we say that that is taking place in the early 50s, early. And then we have the word mid, which means that the new wave took place in the middle of the 1950s. We would simply say the mid 50s. So we have this French film movement, this new wave movement that began in the late 50s and ended in the early 60s. And it was, again, Francois Truffaut, who was a director and a producer, he was like the big guy. He was the main figure involved in promoting this movement. And when I think of the new wave, I think of the late 1970s and the 1980s. Remember the new wave? Do you remember the new wave that took place in music? Talking about groups like Blondie or Duran Duran or Talking Heads or Police or The Jam. For me, really, that is the new wave. But what about today? Is there a new wave movement taking place today? There actually is in the world of architecture. In London, particularly, there is a very ambitious group of architects. 
that are producing this new wave of architecture in London. They are breaking ground. Please repeat, they are breaking ground in London. What does to break ground mean? To break ground means to begin something that is very innovative, something that's new. And of course, physically, when you break ground, you are beginning to build something. You actually break the ground so that you can construct something. So those are the three big new waves that I think of when I think of new wave. I think of the French art film movement. I think of the music from the late 70s and early 80s. I think of today's architectural scene in London. Now, please repeat, wave goodbye. Wave goodbye. Don't forget the V there, by the way. When you pronounce the word wave, you need to pronounce the V. How do you spell wave, by the way? W-A-V. E. Now, if you wave goodbye to somebody, bye-bye, I'll see you later, I am waving to them, yep, I am using my hand, I am moving my hand back and forth, or to and fro. Are you familiar with those expressions? If you move your hand back and forth, you're moving your hand from side to side, or from to and fro. So, to wave goodbye, to wave hello, by the way, a flag waves, doesn't it? A flag waves. If the wind is blowing and the flag is waving, that means that the flag is moving in the wind. What about wavy hair? Do you have straight hair? Do you have curly hair? Or do you have the type of hair that's in the middle, sort of wavy? So we can use wavy to describe hair. It's not straight. It's not curly. It's in between. It's wavy hair. What about to ride the wave? Hey, man, this is a great situation I'm in right now. Things are going very well for me. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to simply ride the wave. This comes from the world of surfing. To ride the wave means to enjoy an experience that is taking place right now that's really good. This is a good situation. This is a successful period. I am enjoying an experience of success and good fortune. So I'm going to ride the wave. Now what's cool about this expression is that it indicates that it's temporary. If you are riding the wave, you are enjoying this period of good fortune, but it's not going to last. Think about a surfer. When he or she rides a wave, it doesn't last very long, but it's a lot of fun. And so you have to enjoy it while it lasts. Please repeat, enjoy the moment while it lasts. Did you pronounce the final S there? Yeah, enjoy the moment while it lasts. So I'm going to ride the wave and enjoy it. What about, for example, water? When I think of water, let's say we go to the beach, we are on the sea, and I look out at the Mediterranean Sea, for example, and there are lots of waves. So I could say that it's wavy. I could say that the water is wavy, but we don't usually use wavy to describe water. We would use the word choppy. How do you spell choppy? If I say choppy, how do you spell that? C-H-O-P-P-Y. C-H-O-P-P-Y. Choppy. Choppy refers to rough water. I remember when I was a kid, my parents wouldn't let us go swimming if the water was choppy because the water was rough. So we don't usually use the word wavy for water. We use the word choppy, which refers to rough water. It's when the sea has big waves, tall waves, and it's dangerous. If you own a boat, you know what I'm talking about. It's very difficult to drive a boat in choppy water. Okay, 
Anyway, we have seen a lot in this podcast, but I really want you to please focus on your numbers so that you don't have to keep learning again over and over how to properly pronounce the numbers. And remember where the stress goes when you pronounce the numbers. The numbers 13 through 19 have the stress on the second syllable, and the numbers 30 through 90 have the stress on the first. For example, 13, 30, 14, 40, 15, 50, 16, 60, 17, 70, 18, 80, 19, 90. So practice that. Again, take some time to practice your numbers. Have somebody dictate numbers to you. Try these numbers. 601. Repeat, please. 601. Now, the trick to numbers is repeating them before you write them down. If this is a dictation, you always should repeat the number before you write it down. For example, 1,671. Please say the number before you write it down. Why is that? Because some people who don't understand the number will do it in pieces. They will try to separate the number. They will say 1,600 and what? No, no. 1,671. 1,670. Nope. I will repeat it again from the beginning. 1,671. 1,671. Good. Repeat it again and write it down. All of this will help you become better communicators in the English language. That's all for the 94th episode of Crosby's Nine. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you soon. Bye-bye.